0: There's only two things in our nervous system we have control over. It's blinking our eyes and it's our breath. Mm -hmm. And by controlling our breath, we can control so many different things. So it's that energy, that energy flow.
1: For some of the most pivotal years of my life, tears were tucked back and hidden behind a masquerade of being tough. Being a warrior, someone who could hustle, work hard and get things done but it wasn't until I started to get more in tune with who I really am that things took off in my business. Welcome to I Might Cry, a podcast exploring how heart, mind, body, and spirit are all deeply woven into the way we do business. With guest interviews from experts in business strategy, therapy, emotional intelligence, the human body, and so much more. I'm your host, Elizabeth Marks of Almond Leaf Studios. I've been capturing luxury weddings around the globe for decades, and now have the privilege of educating others on how to build and grow profitable business, doing what they love. I'm on a journey of self-discovery, of becoming more of the uniquely beautiful, messy, and complex human that I was created to be. And I wanna invite you to do the same. Join me on this adventure of uncovering the walls we've built that keep us stuck in patterns of limitation so that we can journey into living life with arms and hearts wide open. Let's venture into this together. Thanks so much for being on here, Yogi Brian. I'm excited to introduce you to my community. The way that I found you was I remember thinking, I don't even remember the situation, what was going on that day. I think There was like yet one more thing happening in the world where it just felt like, oh, the weight of the world feels heavy today. And I knew I can't even like dive into work. I need to honor what I'm feeling right now. And it felt very counterintuitive to the old me that was really driven by a kind of hustle culture and hustle mentality of like, no, this is work hours. So you need to show up and you need to get your work done and you need to move on. But I felt like I wanted to lean into really honoring what I was feeling. And so I did like a tapping session and I was like, I'm not done. Like I need more. (laughs) So I think I went to Spotify and I Googled or like searched in Spotify breath work and you popped up immediately and I did one of your breathwork sessions and I immediately was just like this is amazing and it felt like the release that I needed and the awareness that I needed it just flooded right to me and it was the easiest exchange energetically of just welcoming this new voice this new presence into my life into my heart It was just a beautiful, beautiful experience. So I am thrilled to have you on here and to get to talk to you and get to share you and what you do with my audience. So tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do.
0: Elizabeth, thank you so much for having me on. And thank you for sharing that story about how you went on to Spotify and search breathwork and you're able to find one of my podcast episodes that makes me very happy. I started that podcast, Relax with Yogi Brian, during the pandemic. I personally had a meditation practice before the pandemic. I had been meditating pretty much every morning just for my own practice every morning. And during the shutdown, I needed to do something myself and I needed to figure out how can I help the world, but also how can I help myself become a better Mm -hmm. meditation guide? So I started on YouTube just doing a live session and I told myself I'm going to do it for 100 days, just get better. And it became very successful anchor through Spotify reached out and then, you know, the podcast is getting a lot of downloads, a lot of views and I went and got training for it, went to hypnotherapy training just to master my, you know, as a meditation guide, it's really hypnosis, yoga nidra is hypnosis. Any guided meditation is pretty much hypnosis. So I really wanted to dive deep into that because hypnosis has helped me out so much on my meditation journey. So yeah, now I'm here.
1: Awesome. I love how comfortable I've gotten even with the word hypnosis because I grew up in a culture and environment where that was like basically the devil's work. Like you didn't go anywhere near anybody that ever even used the word hypnosis, it was a very conservative upbringing. And I, man, I love it. Like it is crazy what happens in the subconscious and really recognizing too, that even when you're just watching TV, you're in a state of hypnosis, that hypnosis is not what a lot of people think. So can you explain a little bit more of what your experience has been like with that and how you got into all of this?
0: Sure. This was back maybe two or three years ago. I don't remember exactly, but I really wanted to dive deeper into my yoga practice. I really wanted to start a meditation journey, a meditation practice. I went and took Brian Kess' masterclass. It was a three-hour long masterclass when I was really into the physical asana yoga. I went and took his masterclass, and he talked about how important meditation was. He went and did a Vipassana meditation, and, and it was just so deep for him and transformative. So I really wanted to get into meditation, and I just didn't know how I could get a consistent meditation practice because I've tried so many times to start and there's just so many different meditation practices out there. Sometimes it's overwhelming. So I just told myself I'm going to meditate for 90 days straight, no matter what, no matter if it's just one minute a day, I'm just going to do it 90 days straight. And I started on insight timer and I would just do a guided meditation there. David G is one of my favorites. And It took me 77 days to really love meditation, 77 days out of that 90 days. So it was a very slow process during those first 76 days. And like, I don't think this is doing anything for me. Like, I'm just sitting Mm -hmm. here and I don't think it's doing anything for me. And then day 77, it just clicked. I realized I'm getting so much out of this. I'm getting inspiration, clarity, motivation, ideas. And it's just been a part of my journey since... I was having trouble sleeping, so I looked up sleep hypnosis, and Michael Seeley is one of my favorite. He's on YouTube. He does sleep hypnosis. And I realized I was going to sleep really fast, and I was getting restful sleep. And normally, it took a while for me to get to sleep. So I'm like, wow, hypnosis really works, because I didn't think I could become hypnotized. You know, the media, Hollywood plays hypnotism as this woo-woo, really, you know, it controls you, and you could go down the deep end that way, but it's really not. Once I learn about it, we're all in a state of hypnosis. We're all in a state of trance and we go in and out of trance all throughout the day. And it's really, we're all a hypnotist. My teacher says we're all a hypnotist. It's just some of us are better hypnotists than others. And it's like, we're programmed by the TV. We're programmed by the media. It gets in our subconscious mind. Our subconscious mind is so important and it controls, you know, 90 something percent of our reality. So I really, dug deep into the subconscious mind studied hypnosis bought a couple hypnotic books learned how to do it i would practice on my 8 year old son at the time just when he'd go to sleep i would just do you know a countdown and hypnosis and then he'd be out sleeping really quick and i'm like wow this is really interesting so then then i became certified certified hypnotherapist and did about 3 trainings that way and i just love it i love doing it on myself i love being hypnotized and I'm all about therapy and I see a therapist for quite a long time and the amount of change that happened when I went to hypnotherapy myself was so deep Mm -hmm. and so profound like it fixed so many things in just one session so I highly recommend it
1: yeah yeah I think that's a really interesting conversation to have because I also go to therapy and I'm a huge advocate of it but I would say the same thing like the subconscious practices that have really just crazy exponential change very quickly like things can completely transform in one session sometimes it's really mind-boggling when you're like I've been working on trying to change this belief for like years and then all of a sudden you're like oh it just shifted and it was that easy like really it can't be true
0: (laughs) it's really really crazy it really (laughs) is it really is so easy hypnosis is so easy you don't really have to you don't have to talk out your problems either because yeah. it's all symbols
1: yeah. and
0: going to a hypnotherapist it's really you're the one going on the journey in terms of pictures and what you see in your subconscious mind so you don't really have to verbalize your trauma or verbalize your problems mm-hmm. because sometimes verbalizing it just makes it even worse you're talking mm-hmm. it out loud and you're saying it out loud and then it's just snowballing that compared to when you find those metaphors, when you search deep into your subconscious mind, you're like, oh, wow, it was just a color. I can change the color. I can make it a different texture. I can make it a different sound. I can change my story in my subconscious mind to whatever I like. So it's very simple and it's so effective.
1: Yeah. I mean, I could share some stories too that I have, but I'm thinking about people that maybe they're listening right now and they might be thinking like, okay, they're talking a ton about hypnosis, but that sounds really scary to me because it sounds like it's going to be really out of control it sounds like this is going to be happening to me like i'm allowing myself to be put in a state where things are just going to happen to me what would you say to somebody that was maybe thinking that
0: yeah i get that a lot and just because hypnosis does have that you know just hollywood has played into it so much where you can't control what you do if the hypnotist is doing that and then you see stage hypnotists where the people are coming on stage and they're doing outlandish things, well, those people really want to do it. They already have agreed to the hypnotic contract. And normally, like if I do like a hypnotherapy session, it's always about, would you like to be hypnotized? Would you like to be hypnotized by me? So it's asking that permission. But at the same time, even if you don't have permission, it's really your subconscious mind protects you no matter what. Your subconscious mind will only allow what it wants to allow, even during a hypnotic process. So you have all the power under hypnosis to have control. So you're not going to do what you don't want to do. But your subconscious mind is basically, it's limitless. It's timeless. Our conscious mind has the filter. So it's our conscious mind that's filtering everything. Where our subconscious mind is always on. It's taken in everything since we're born, since before we remembered, before age you know two or three, before we had memories. It's working even more when we're sleeping. It's always on. It's always recording every single thing, whether or not our conscious mind sees it or not. Where hypnosis, it gets into some of those issues down in your subconscious mind, just your feelings, your subjective feelings. You can change your state. If you're feeling sad, you can hypnotize yourself to feel that different state. So it's really very simple, and it's not how Hollywood plays it out to be.
1: And I would say too, like for anybody that's listening, Yogi Ryan, you have like so many incredible and very specific kinds of different practices on that podcast. It's really amazing. Like everything from like a seven minute session all the way up to 35, 40 minutes is kind of what I've seen. And some very specific ones of like, you know, one to help you fall asleep and some to help release anxiety. And I mean, so many more. I don't know if you want to speak to that. I just thought it was amazing because people can go and just land on your... Spotify or on that podcast anywhere, is it available anywhere?
0: Yeah, available anywhere. Yeah. Cool.
1: So they can land on that and you know try it out for something really simple as, as short as what, seven minutes?
0: Short as I think I have a minute one on there. There you go. So, a yeah. Minute. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Doesn't have to be a big commitment. I was looking at your Instagram feed right before we hopped on here and I was just kind of refreshing my memory of like what I've known about you because we really haven't known each other for long at all. And I was noticing uh, there's an image that you had of your son. I think it was a some kind of a video or reel. I don't remember what it was exactly, but you had him there and you guys were sitting back to back and reading your words and like watching you instill that practice in him, like helping him learn. I think your words talked about that you are inspired to teach him that he can always come back to his breath, just like we all can. I almost lost it there. I mean, the name of this podcast is I Might Cry because I've found that I, when I'm really in touch with who I truly am, I can get pretty emotional pretty quickly. And I think it is a beautiful gift that I've been given but also something I suppressed for many years. And just seeing that and helping to like realizing so much flooded through my mind in that moment of recognizing like how amazing for you to have learned that practice and then to be passing that on to your son. And the invitation for me immediately was not only to remind myself to come back to my breath, even in moments where things feel crazy or... You know, there's anxiety or I feel scared or sad, or whatever it might be, that I can always center myself and come back to my own breath. That's the power that we all hold in and of our our own being. And then also that I could instill that in my children as well, that that opportunity is available to me as well. So I just want to say thank you for for that specific post in general. and for your humor, I love your page and think it's hilarious and so glad that I get to have that influence in my life now, too.
0: Ah, uh, thank you so much. That post uh, gets me teary-eyed too. So I appreciate that. And it's it's true. I I wish I learned some of these tools when I, I was little. I don't know where they were. You know, my parents didn't teach me breath work. And it's just so important to know that you can always come back to your breathing. You can always come back to your body. I'm 39 years old now. And I'm finally learning that, you know, it's all in your body. Yoga really helped me out or helps me out because I get to move my body and I get to release that tension and some of that trauma that's hidden in my body because our, our bodies are like a storage center, just like a computer. And sitting and meditating, yes, it helps find clarity, but there's times where you have to move your body. There's times where you have to feel where that tension is in your body. That's a great thing about hypnosis and also NLP, which is Neuro Linguistic Programming. That there's parts in your body where you're holding that energy, where you're holding that anxiety. And as you breathe and as you figure out exactly where you're holding the tension, you can pinpoint exactly where you're holding that tension. you can see a color, and you can pull that color out or shape that color into a different form of energy, and you can really change it that way. So it's really in the body. Mm. It's so important. It's the breath, the body, movement. Yes.
1: Can you define breath work?
0: I would define it as well right now in my practice it's just a form of like energy control pranayama you know you're controlling that breath you're controlling something where you have control over because there's only two things in our nervous system we have control over it's blinking our eyes and it's our breath hmm. and by controlling our breath we can control so many different things so it's that energy that energy flow I just learned an awesome pranayama practice just recently to control body's energy is you take your pulse and you just figure out what your rhythm of your pulse is. You know, you sit there for a couple of minutes, take your pulse, just see what the rhythm is. And then with your mouth closed, you inhale six pulses, you hold your breath, three pulses and you exhale six pulses. And that's something that has just been so profound to me because our bodies are all different our pulse rate's all different. And it's like, if you're breathing to your pulse rate, you can really feel your chakras and your energy starting to light up. You can really feel it just centering and coming back to the present moment. So really breath work, no matter what type of breath work you're doing, you're really controlling that energy, that prana, that chi in your body. Like anxiety, for example, it's a breathing issue. For me and what I've studied is you're taking shallow breaths and you're not getting that oxygen. And just the fact of, you know, taking a four inhale and a six exhale, slowing that breath down, just transforms the body's energy and relaxes you. Mm. There's so many different breathwork practices. I love them. It's really just controlling your energy, chi, your life force. Get into it, everybody. If you're not doing breathwork, check it out.
1: (laughs) Yes, I've taught my daughter box breathing. So when she's like starts to lose her mind, we're like, okay, touch your nose, like trying to snap her out of what we call the monkey brain or she's just like totally irrational, you know? And we're like, okay, touch your nose, do something. Like, can you do a cartwheel? Do something, like get into your body for a minute because you were somewhere else. And then we've taught her box breathing and I'll literally just sit there and be like, babe, I'm not going to talk to you until we can like do this together. Like you need to come back to your breath. Like we've got to do it. Ready, inhale with me. And I'll just be like, count to four, breathe in while you go up. Hold it while we go over, breathe out while we go down, and then pause while we go across. And we just like do, we call it box breathing. And I don't even know where I heard about this or learned about it, but it's just been this like awesome tool and resource that I've done with her. And it helps most of the time. That's awesome.
0: We teach into that box breathing is such a great tool.
1: Yeah, I love it. I'm really interested in your perspective on this. I feel like a lot of the people that we've, I've had on this podcast are more of a feminine nature and a huge part of my journey into all of this and really recognizing right before we hopped on, we were talking about how my journey into some of these healing practices has really allowed a lot to change in my business as well. Like the healthier that I become, the healthier my business becomes. And so much has been possible in my business as I've allowed health to become a part of the important part of my business and of just what I do daily. A lot of that I feel like has been learning about feminine energy and masculine energy. And I remember when I first heard it, even talking to my husband about it, and you know, he was kind of like, I don't know about all of that. I don't know about feminine and masculine like that's that's tricky what if somebody identifies more masculine but they would be female by gender and they identify that way like he was just like that gets really messy and really tricky I don't know if you should really go down that path or like even have these conversations and the longer that I've been in it and kind of studying it more the more I've been to understand this like beautiful interchange, this symbiotic relationship that seems to happen. And I would say that it seems to happen within every single person, every being, no matter what you identify with, that you hold feminine energy and masculine energy. And that at times in different seasons, and maybe even in different settings, one can tend to almost, it's not a power pull, a power struggle in that process, but one of them kind of takes the lead and the other one kind of takes the back burner. For me in my business, I think that most of the, my business since I've run a business has been in a place of kind of hustle, you know, really this like, push through, be stronger, power on, like work harder, even when you don't want to like no rest for the weary. And I would call that more of a masculine energy. And so for me, the invitation has been what does it look like to lean into more of a feminine power, a feminine energy, which I would describe as more of a place of like ease and flow, allowing things to just kind of happen and allowing possibilities to come to me and sitting in a place of rest, allowing play, allowing pleasure, allowing all of that. And we could certainly dive into like my brain goes to like art history and how different people were depicted. And I mean, we could we could go down some real (laughs) rabbit holes here. But I'm really curious from somebody that is more masculine, who does a lot of practices that I would say have a beautiful relationship with the more feminine energetics. What is that like? And what would you say to all of that? Would you agree with all of that? I'm interrupting this episode briefly to invite you to join me for my digital at-home workshop to help you uncover limiting beliefs that hold you back from achieving your dreams. To access it, go to almondleafstudios.com forward slash limiting beliefs. Light a candle, grab a pen, get cozy with a printable workbook and a 40-minute workshop that will help invite you to take a look at the ways that your subconscious beliefs might be hindering the goals you have in your business. Again, Go to almondleafstudios.com forward slash limiting beliefs to get your free access today. Now, back to the show.
0: I would agree. And I feel like you said it too. It comes down to like balance. Like it really does come down to balance for me. When I was younger, I grew up playing competitive golf, and that was 100% masculine for me. There was no, there was really no feminine energy there. It was all, I wanted to win, I wanted to dominate everybody. Like, Taking no surrenders. I'm just there. Like I want to win, and I still have that competitive drive, and it it gets in the way sometimes. Yoga is really great in terms of balancing that out for me, where it's not a competition, but it still sometimes creeps up on me, comparing myself with others or being competitive, and especially with business. You know, I want to win. I want to beat someone else. You know, I want to do better. I want the numbers. Like I need all the numbers, and I need the numbers to be better than yesterday, better than last year. So for me, it's like taking that time to pause and like taking that inspiration from the universe, being open, you know, instead of not just like driving, I don't really want to say the word, but it's like penetrating, driving, <laughs> yeah. you know, compared to like yeah. being more open and receiving Yeah. on the feminine energy. It's like, okay, what's here? Like, what can I just like let in compared to driving. So it's really like, for me, it's been a constant battle of balance, a constant battle of like practicing yoga, practicing meditation, practicing silence, practicing sitting, practicing being patient, practicing listening. I just recently uh, been taking an improv class because it helps me with listening to other people and helps me reading body language and taking that pause to see what my partner is trying to give me in terms of the message so I can improvise and respond back without thinking about what I'm going to say next. So it's really, yeah, taking that time to pause, taking that time to listen and taking that time to be open. But yeah, it's a constant battle.
1: Yeah. And I think for me too, like, I would say in different seasons, there's different ways that that shows up that balance that kind of, I mean, really like a yin and a yang, you know, like I picture even that symbol, like it just is kind of always moving. It's not like this still symbolism, like it's just always evolving and changing. And I think there's even seasons where maybe we're called to like, just chill, just be, just allow healing to happen, you know? And then there's other seasons where you're like, no, I got to get some shit done. Like we're going to do <laughs> yeah. this, you know, like we've got to like muscle up and let's make this happen. And I think if you don't have both in your business and in your life, that it's unlikely that you're going to see a lot of progress towards the desires that you have in life. I don't even want to say success because I don't think all of that can be so easily manipulated and, you know, we can all have different ideas of what success can look like. But if I were to use success, it would be that you're seeing the things that you long for in life become realized. It's really fascinating, interesting to hear that and and to witness that in you and in your practice, even just on social media and in the sessions that I've heard, you know, from your podcast to go, wow, like you hold such a presence of this like amazingly attractive, like masculine energy. Thank you. And also there's this like beautiful, flowy, soft nature to some of what you do as well. And I can tell that that has come with hard work that has come with a lot of learned behavior, a lot of leaning into a lot of practice, like much in our lives, I think, you know, the things that we practice, the things, the habits that we have, it shows up. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing all of that.
0: Oh yeah, thank you. appreciate it.
1: Yeah. Well, if you are up for it, I would love to maybe have you do like a quick session for us if breath work or meditation or whatever you feel comes to you.
0: Sure. Yeah. What came to me is uh, releasing some stuck energy. So if anyone has some energy or something that they'd like to release, I learned this from my teacher, David Snyder. Can't take the credit for it. He's my teacher. I love him. But yeah, we'll do this. So you can do this seated or you can do it lying down. If you're driving, maybe park your car. You might get a little drowsy. But yeah, just find a place where you can close your eyes and a place where you can just settle. And just allow your breath to be. And it's your natural breath, nothing to do or control. You can breathe in and out through your nose or in and out through your mouth. And Right now, you're just noticing your breath. You're just observing your breath. If your mind's all over the place, that's okay. Just invite your mind to your room. Invite your mind to your space and bring your awareness and attention to your breathing. Just notice how does your breath feel? Is it smooth or shallow? Is it deep or choppy? How does your breath feel? Now with your mouth closed, just take control of your breath. Match your inhales with your exhales. Maybe you count your breath, but Steady out your breath so your inhales match your exhales. You soon start to notice you're relaxing. Take a scan of your body. bring in your awareness to the crown of your head and scanning the body all the way up and all the way down. And as you scan your body, you may notice any tension in your body. You may notice some tension. And if you notice that tension, Just send your breath to that tension. Send your awareness to that tension. And as you send your breath to that tension, as you send your awareness to that tension, your mind knows exactly what to do to release that tension. Whole body starts to relax whole body starts to settle. Each and every breath you take, you start to relax even more and more. And all you have to do is breathe and listen to the sound of my voice. And in just a moment, we'll relax our minds even more. In just a moment, I wonder if you can imagine the alphabet backwards starting from Z. And in a moment, you'll see the alphabet starting from Z and you'll count it down backwards all the way to A. Now, see the alphabet backwards starting from Z, start to count it down. And as you count it down, those letters start to get further and further away. So far away but you just can't see those letters anymore. Relaxing the mind, turning the volume all the way down, down, down. There you go, whole body relaxness. And now I wonder if you can use that great imagination of yours, and I wonder if you can think of that stuck energy, or maybe it's a feeling, maybe it's emotion that you like to get rid of. It could be a picture that comes to you, or a sound, or maybe it's just a feeling. It's something you like to get rid of. First thing that comes to your mind. Maybe it's something recent or something long-term, just something you'd like to get rid of. Now, visualize, see it in your mind's eye. First thing that comes to mind, some people see a picture, others hear a sound, others just feel the feeling. Just see it, feel it, the stuck energy. Now allow the picture to fade away in your mind's eye, but stay with the feeling in your body. Where in the body do you feel the stuck energy? There's a place in the body where you feel the stuck energy. First thing that comes to your mind, first place in your body you feel this. Pinpoint exactly where you feel the stuck energy. And once you know exactly where you feel the stuck energy, once you pinpoint it exactly where you feel it, you may start to see a color. First color you see, it could be any color, it could be multiple colors. See this color, feel this color. If you don't see a color, just stay with the feeling. Sometimes it could be clear. See and feel this feeling, this stuck energy, this color. And now whenever you're ready, in your mind's eye, pull this color out of your body. Pull this color out of your body. Sometimes as you pull this color out, it can change colors or change textures. Pull it out. Shape it into a ball out in front of you. Shape it out to a ball out in front of you. Get it all out sometimes. That stuck energy likes to hide. Get it all out. Shape it into a ball out in front of you. you see that ball out in front of you and notice that it's rotating, it's spinning in a certain direction. Just asking yourself, which direction is that ball spinning? Once you know which direction it's spinning, spin it the opposite direction in your mind's eye as fast as you can. Spin it the opposite direction as fast as you can, 10 times more, faster and faster. You Keep spinning it and spinning it in that opposite direction until you know that energy is transformed. And once you know that energy is transformed, place it back in your body to transform that energy. Once you place it back in your body, just feel it in your body. It's transformational, it's energy change. Notice how it feels. So let's test it. Try to bring that stuck energy back that you transformed. Try to bring it back, and you realize you can't bring it back because you transform that energy, you change that energy. It's back in your body. Take a nice deep inhale through the nose. Exhale, open the mouth, sigh it out. Ah. Whenever you're ready, open your eyes and come back. And how do you feel?
1: I feel so relaxed. (laughs) (laughs) So that was crazy for me. I, I know everybody's different. So I don't want this to be a marker of like, this is what you should experience. Let me preface with that. But I immediately started feeling like tension in my shoulders, which Mm, I think I probably a lot of the time feel tension and pressure. I know exactly where it's coming from. I think is I've got a big course launch that's coming up, and I'm feeling a little stressed and nervous about it. And so, when stress like that is happening, I tend to hold it in my shoulders first. So the very first part of it, I can't remember what your prompt was at this point, but I saw this like almost like a bubble, like bubbles here and they kind of just like popped and released and just like oh, wow. ripped down my shoulders. It was very, amazing, yeah, very cool and very bizarre. And I felt that release, like it just, it was gone after that. And then when you move to the other section of the stuck energy, it was around my heart. It just felt almost like there was um, almost like those was a vacuum seal pack. Like it felt like something was like around my heart and like constricting it. And it felt a little bit anxious, a little mm, tight, just constricting. Yeah. Very constricting. And then when you brought in color, it was red. I was trying to imagine like pulling the energy out. I kept feeling, even before you said, like sometimes it likes to hide. I kept feeling like it's not all out. And I don't know, (laughs) it just doesn't like, I feel it like in certain little areas, I'm imagining it like it doesn't want to come out. And then as I did, I brought it out and then spun it the other way and then put it back. It was crazy. I don't think I've ever done that where I've tried to imagine the anxiety being back and it wasn't there. So that was
0: cool, super cool. Yeah, you test it and see if it's gone. Sometimes if you test it, it's still there. It's layers. This energy shedding and healing, there's layers into it. The more you do it, you just shed those layers off. So that's awesome that you tested it and it didn't come back.
1: Yeah, yeah. Thank you for the gift of that and agreeing to do that ahead of time. I'm really grateful to get other people to have that experience as well. And just for myself, I mean, what a gift to to share this time and space. So thank you so much for doing it.
0: Oh, you're so welcome. You're so welcome. Glad it helped.
1: Yeah. Any last closing words that you want to offer before we kind of get into where people can find you and all of that?
0: Yeah, I'll just say if anyone's starting to practice meditation practice, yoga practice, or hypnosis practice, stay consistent with it. It's a journey. It doesn't happen all at once. It does take some time. And little by little, You'll go deeper down the rabbit hole and unlock doors that you didn't know were there and perceptions that you didn't know there and healing that you didn't know was possible. Of uh, So keep up the good work.
1: What would you say to somebody that, like, I think at one point in my life, I would have heard that, like somebody like you say what you just did. And I would have responded with, well, it's a whole lot safer to just stay where I'm comfortable. I don't know that I want to do that work because that sounds hard and like a lot of work. Like it's going to be really emotional and it's going to be, I'm going to have to go to some really deep places, and I just don't know about that. <laughs> do you have anything that you would offer to invitation with that?
0: Yeah, I would say the fastest way through healing is through the pain. Mm-hmm. So going straight at the pain, straight towards your feelings, because what you repress becomes stress. No matter what you do, if you want to act like it's not there, it's going to come out in an illness or something in your body. You're like Make your subconscious your best friend. If you're ignoring your best friend, like your best friend's going to be nagging you and being like, hey, come on, come on, giving you signs. And normally that's through like an illness or through like anxiety or through something that bubbles up. If you really want to heal and if you really want to feel better, you got to go straight towards the pain. It's not going to be easy, but there's a lot of tools out there. There's a lot of practices, yoga, meditation. There's so many different things, breath work, and you'll find what you vibe with no matter what. Maybe it's not breath work. Maybe it's, you know, Qigong. I love Qigong, or maybe it's something else. But yeah, work on yourself and go straight towards the pain. Mm,
1: That's great. Yeah. And I would just add to like icing on the cake is like what's available on the other side of that. Like as you work on that pain and go to it and move through that is, oh, it's just, yeah, it's a different. It's a different reality, a different experience of life.
0: Really is different experience of life. And my teacher tells me, too, there's always going to be something to work on. Like you're always going to have something to work on. Like you're never going to be done. So It's like sometimes you just got to enjoy where you're at in the process of, you know, the struggle or the healing process. Just enjoy where you're at, because no matter what, you'll find something to fix.
1: Oh, so good. Thank you again for your time. Tell us again where people can find you. Where can they follow you? How can they get more of Yogi Brian?
0: (laughs) Oh, sure. Yeah. Anywhere on podcasts, Relax with Yogi Brian Meditations on Amazon, Audible. Any podcast you can find It's there. Instagram for more funnier memes. Sometimes they're more explicit. It's Yogi underscore Brian, B-R-Y-A-N. But yeah, if you just Google Yogi Brian with a Y, you'll find me.
1: Thanks so much for taking the time. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you so much, Elizabeth. Appreciate it.
1: If you enjoyed this podcast today, do us a favor and hit subscribe and then leave us a review. If you're looking for more, you can find us at almondleafstudios.com or on Instagram at almondleaf. Remember, you are enough. You are love, you are light, and you are worthy simply because you
0: exist.